In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Saint Athanasius used to say that it was the misery of men that called out the mercy of God. The misery of men, our misery, called out the mercy of God. And we all have seen this mercy because the mercy of God became flesh and dwelt among us. The mercy of God is Jesus Christ himself. The incarnation and passion of our Lord are the greatest manifestations of the love of God for us. In order to save us slaves, he gave his only begotten Son. So no one has the right to doubt, even for a second, the love of God for us. Just take a look at the cross and you will see how much he loved you. He was wounded so you could be healed. He was condemned so you could be absolved. He died so you could have eternal life. From the throne of his majesty he saw our profound misery and moved with compassion he came down to bring us salvation. But the one who created us without us will not save us without us. My brethren, our Lord is very humble and he does not want to force anyone to receive him. So he knocks at the door, and if we open, we can then receive his salvation. And in order to receive the salvation he brings, we need, first of all, to recognize that we are in need of it. And this is the first step in the healing process, to recognize that we are sick and in need of help. I will give you an example. You can have in front of you the best doctor on the face of the earth. But if you say, oh, I'm okay, it's all fine. If you don't point out your infirmities, if you hide your miseries, the doctor will not be able to help you, no matter how knowledgeable and skilled he may be. And the same can be said of our Lord. He has the power to heal our souls. But if we keep denying that we are sick, 
If we don't acknowledge that we are in need of His help, if we hide ourselves from Him, the Divine Doctor will not be able to do anything for us. Because in order to receive His mercy, we need, first of all, to recognize our misery. And that's how we open the doors of our hearts. The mercy of God comes upon us when we confess our misery in all simplicity and humility. And we can see that in the Gospel for today. We read that two men went up into the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee, is standing, prayed thus with himself, O God, I give thee thanks that I am not as the rest of men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, as also is this publican. I fast twice a week, and I give tithes of all that I possess. But the publican, standing afar off, would not even lift his eyes towards heaven, but striking his breast, he prayed, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And we know, my brethren, which prayer was pleasing to God. We know which man was pleasing to God. The one who humbled himself. So, my brethren, these words of the gospel today should help us to examine our own hearts. How do I place myself in the presence of God? Like the Pharisee, thinking I am better than others? Or like the publican, recognizing my condition of sinner? Do I recognize my nothingness before the infinite majesty of God? Or do I still think I'm not included in the number of sinners? When I pray for sinners, do I realize I am one of them? We are all sinners and in need of the mercy of God. But the Pharisee, he was so blinded by his pride that he was not able to see his condition. He thought so highly of himself and so poorly of others. The Pharisee didn't recognize his own misery, and that's why he was unable to receive mercy. The publican, however, was able to see his unworthiness, and because of that, 
because he humbly confessed his misery, he received mercy. So, we may think that this parable of the Pharisee and the publican is about one man who was just and about another man who was a sinner. No. No. This is not the case. This parable is about the two sinners. The Pharisee is also a sinner. However, he didn't want to recognize his misery while the publican confessed it. The Pharisee and the publican represent the two attitudes that we sinners can have before God. Two different attitudes that we can see in the life of two apostles, St. Peter and Judas, the traitor. We know that Judas sinned against God, exchanging the life of his master for money. But listen to that. If he had simply confessed, Lord, I have sinned, things would have been much different. Even though it would, it would have been too late for him to remove Christ from the cross, yet it would not have been too late for him to ask forgiveness and to receive the forgiveness of his sins there at the foot of the cross. Because the sin of Judas was not greater than the mercy of God. The mercy of our Lord is infinite. The problem was that Judas despaired. He closed himself to the mercy of God. He didn't confess his misery. And in this way, he was not able to receive mercy. But St. Peter... He also sinned against God. He denied our Lord three times. But he didn't hide his misery. He believed in the mercy of our Lord and humbly asked pardon and received forgiveness. Judas and Peter both sinned against God. But only one received the mercy, the one who had the humility to confess his misery. So, my brethren, we should not be afraid or ashamed to confess our misery, our sins. Because this is the condition to receive the forgiveness of God. The sacrament of confession is a sacrament of mercy. That's the place where we receive the mercy of God. 
If we only repent and humbly accuse ourselves before the priest, God promised to give us his forgiveness. In this sacrament, our souls are washed from all dirt in the precious blood of the Lamb of God. So do not be afraid. Do not close yourself to the infinite mercy of God. But open your heart and confess your sins in order to be healed by the merciful grace of Christ. Because only those who confess their sins will receive forgiveness. Only those who confess their miseries can receive mercy. Come to me, you all, who are burdened by the weight of your sins. Come, and I will give you rest, says the Lord. I will remove this weight from your back, and I will give you my forgiveness. My brethren, we have to remember that God is not afraid of our miseries. He is stronger than all our sins. And He has the power to renew our lives completely. So we should never doubt the power, the infinite power of His mercy, of His goodness. So never doubt the power of His love, and you shall see wonders in your life and in the lives of those you pray for. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.